I heard Chuck Norris got the coronavirus, and the coronavirus is in quarantine for 14 days now. <laughs> Vision Quest Sound, come on. Welcome back to the Vision Quest Sound podcast show. I'm your host, Philip, and on this show, we love to talk about music, tech, and corona. Uh, music, tech, and culture with artists, creators, and influencers. And today, we have two crazy cool guests, CJ Lewis from Mackie and Jason Hannon from Pro Audio LA. In this episode, we're asking how artists and small businesses can stay productive during the quarantine, what we can learn from it, but more importantly, how we can create real change for the good, because there's no better time than right now. Let's get it. Jason, welcome to the show. Thank you, Phil. Thank you for having me. And can you tell us briefly about who you are, what you do, the name of your company, maybe some of the problems you solve, and who do you help? Absolutely. So uh, I'm the owner of Pro Audio LA. We are a company based in Glendale, basically LA. And we are workflow experts specializing in the world of recording studios from big facilities to bedroom setups. We even have some clients who have setups under their stairs and a storage room. So any size situation, we kind of try to figure out the best workflow imaginable. And we sell custom cabling and equipment and do consulting, patch bay design, do a lot of on-site services and acoustics and room design, et cetera, kind of anything related to recording studio spaces, but also crossing over into commercial spaces where acoustic work is relevant and certainly our audio engineering skills. But uh, our bread and butter is uh, our custom cable shop. And we have a team of 15 awesome folks. And come check us out. Cool. And where can we go to follow you and learn more about what you do in your company? Well, our website is proaudiola.com. That's LA like Los Angeles, not like Louisiana. We are at proaudiola on Instagram, P-R-O-A-U-D-I-O-L-A. Same thing at Facebook and same thing at YouTube. Wonderful. Thank you for that. And CJ, can you just introduce yourself briefly? Tell us your name, who you are, what you do, some of the problems you solve, and what kind of people you help. Wow. So I'm CJ Lewis. I work for a company that probably most of your listeners listeners have heard of called Mackie. And we make tools for musicians, uh, everything from speakers and mixers to DI boxes to headphones to in-ears to cable testers and all the widgets that, that people need to do stuff on the stage, in the studio, on podcasts. Uh, I'm using Mackie DL32R right now, as a matter of fact. DL32S, I apologize. <laughs> Mackie makes tools for musicians. They're based out of Washington, Washington State up in Bothell. Um, I'm based out of Colorado, and I cover the uh, the Western U.S. and Canada and Puerto Rico. So yeah, we, we solve all kinds of musician problems with all kinds of products that we make. Mackie's been around for 31 years now, and I love it. Awesome. Thank you for that. And thank you for being on our show today. Absolutely, man. So if there's a common theme that we're connected to over here, and that's, I think it's audio, technology, music culture and we're all having a great time and then boom right the world shuts down COVID is here we're all forced into quarantine my question is this guys how is this affecting your business and and what you guys do are you still open what's going on Jason yeah we're open we've uh adapted to working remotely and that includes our manufacturing operation in the cable shop We got people optimized working from home based on what their skill set is, as well as what their physical space looks like and what that lends itself to. Obviously, sales is always something that happened a lot on the phone through email. So 
our retail location is closed to the public and there's really only one employee in there at a time. And we just access the facility as minimally as possible while being able to stay in business. So it's definitely unique, but I think that we're more fortunate than most. And it's it's really crazy times out there. What about what about you, CJ? What's it been like? Uh, Mackie is currently doing business. Um, our office is effectively closed. Everyone's working from home. A lot of my customers, a lot of them are closed. It's been challenging uh, being a, a sales leader for two thirds of the Northern Hemisphere in March and. I expect April to also be challenging. You know, in in the question about, you know, how are you remaining positive and moving forward? Uh, I read an article the other day that I can I can share that you can tag onto this blog somehow on the internet. But basically talked about, you know, in times like this, you need to keep flying the airplane and you know when a pilot is is flying and something happens to wind speed or or there's there's an an air burst or rain or lightning or whatever it is, they just keep telling you to fly the airplane. Look at your altimeter, what's your airspeed, what's your, you know, altitude, et cetera, et cetera, and make sure that you're doing everything that you were taught to fly the airplane. So relating that to a sales job, I'm doing my best to stay in front of customers, have conversations, remain positive. We will come out of this. It's going to suck for a couple months, but, uh, you know, you just got to fly the airplane. I guess we're, we're just all hit hard, every industry. As a creator myself, I'm seeing my role has changed to, I'm doing a lot of volunteer work, just, just suddenly. I'm still doing what I'm doing, community building, but in this time, this quarantine has given me valuable time. And, and if we look at it, all we ever wanted, you know, throughout our work lives, our professional careers, is time, Right. I mean, it's like, hey, I need more time to do this. I need more time for my family. I need more time to work on projects, to, to communicate, to write this blog, to, to make this podcast. So I realized that during this quarantine, I found a growth hack, which is doing these podcasts. Because normally our company, Vision Quest Sound, is, is focused on videography, you know, filming showcases like NAM, ASCAP, South By, Coachella, those kinds of things. Mm-hmm. CJ, can you talk a little bit about I guess, some new workflows, some new strategies for um, our audience, our creators. You know, um, I, I got to go back to the stay positive and, and I have to go back to that for myself mm. because um, I tend to get pretty insular and I got to get out of the house, which I then I can't. And so you got to stay positive. I know it's hard. You have to find Brett Michaels saying something to believe in, you know, <clears throat> something you mentioned there about social media. I that's a slippery slope because on one hand, there's so much cool stuff happening right now, like the online music festival and the quarantine sessions and whatnot. People are are uploading videos who some would say shouldn't have ever done that video, but you know they're they're opening up their talent to the world. Maybe 308 people are the only people who ever see that person singing from their living room from their cell phone camera, but it's something that they can do to to share themselves with the world and, and maybe it'll grow into something else. I've, I've never done a video of myself playing piano. I've been on the stage at the Ryman and in front of multiple TV cameras and whatnot, but I've never done it myself. I don't know that I want to, I might, (laughs) Uh, I'm not nervous about it. I just, I don't probably want to share my first attempt at this with the world, but um, consume news in small amounts, you know, whether that's social media or otherwise, and, uh, you know, you'll get out what you put in. So 
you know, if you find yourself binge watching a dystopian teenage angst series, you might find yourself wearing a tinfoil hat and thinking your toaster is listening, which it probably is. But the thing is, mm-hmm. I- I'm okay if it with it if it's listening. Like, I mean, I don't really care. I'm I got nothing to hide <laughs> from my toaster. You know. <laughs> Yeah. Let's talk about relief. I mean, you know, there's, there's positivity that can go a long way on the news, right? SBA is giving out some awards. I know that there's certain organizations that are able to help to give artists, creators, even small businesses. Jason, can you shed some light on that? Are you, are you taking advantage of this? Well, what can you tell us? (laughs) Yeah, I'm, I'm applying for everything under the sun. Mm -hmm. I've already made some proactive arrangements to defer rents and mortgages, just just in case. Um, and as far as the SBA goes, I applied for the EIDL, Insurance Disaster Relief, and the $10,000 advance, as well as yeah. as soon as I can, I will be applying for what they call the PPE, Paycheck Protection Program, um, which I understand extends to independent people, maybe more like yourself. Have you been doing some reading up on this? Absolutely. Yeah. Everything that you mentioned, I applied for. CJ, is that related to you at all in your position with Mackey? Those at the, in the executive level of Mackey are working on what they're working on. But as far as, as far as my paycheck and stuff goes, there's been some adjustment to it, but it's not catastrophic and I have a job. So thank God for that. Yeah, I'm actually not a Twitter user, but I actually opened Twitter for the first time last night and figured maybe the way that I'd find out soonest what's going on. I just put a search in there for our bank, Wells Fargo Paycheck Protection Program, and there's content coming through all the time, mostly complaining that nothing is working yet and people are pulling their hair out, you know? It may take even longer than we think to recover on this. You know, America's not used to being under attack like this. We've had terrorist attacks, but by this new invisible enemy that's not a terrorist. Sure. We're not used to really taking orders, being the underdogs. Not since, not since Rocky IV. Locked up in our homes from a, from a cold. You know, yeah, not since Rocky IV. All right, time to do some push-ups. Let's do it, guys. Come on. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Philip, where where is your place in LA again? Long story short, I closed down. Man. So here's what happened. So I had a studio, boutique studio, and it just got so bad. Yeah. With this whole COVID shutdown, I moved everything into my garage, into my bedroom, so I have all of the equipment everywhere. During that madness, it gave me thoughts. Basically, I have a studio in my garage now. Recording gear, microphones, stands, you name it. Everything, mixing boards. Mackie HRA 24 monitors. Yeah, exactly. That too. So basically, it's caused me to rethink rethink strategy. And out of this came the podcasts, where I'm able to deliver more value through a platform that's not so saturated, right? Like video, social media, podcasts are a different way. Because I do have video, I do have YouTube. But that's what I've been doing lately, and that's where I'm at right now. So... And, and you feel like you're getting more bang for buck than the video content? Well, that's a good question because right now there's no video, right? We, 
we're not allowed to film. Videography has stopped. I miss video. That was the life and the breath of Vision Quest Sound. We showcase stories through articles and videos. Now podcasts. So kind of putting it all together as a media company. This is a great time. I guess I can call it a, a great growing phase for me. I, I really can't say that it's all me because we're a collective, you know, of different artists and creators. And that's why we're doing a podcast today for growth, brand awareness, and hopefully we can give some value to our listeners who are creatives and, and artists who have been hit hard from this COVID-19 situation. You have a lot of valuable content on your advice blog. Yeah, absolutely. Well, good, good on you, mate, as they say down under. I think that that's awesome. And uh, it sounds like you're enjoying it too. Like just how often are you doing it? So I do it every day. Um, I eat, sleep, and create articles, which turn into blogs, which turn into podcasts which turned to video recaps. And so what I noticed is that a lot of the, the gold, the gems in there, do go unnoticed. So we repurpose that for maybe Tuesday's post with just tip number one. Now, it's not always tips, but it could be a, an approach, a strategy, a thought. But we'll put that one for Monday. Tuesday will be maybe a number two from a different article and so forth. So it gets repurposed and there's a lot of content and it's, it's valuable content, we think, Hence, it's our advice blog. You're very altruistic, Philip. I love it. I love it. Um, I do have an important question, though, that I wanted to ask both of you. Yeah, shoot. That's been on my mind. If you're going to hoard toilet paper, which we don't recommend, which one? <laughs> CJ? <laughs> well, my wife just walked in, so I'm going to ask her, how much lettuce do we have? None. None? We're in trouble. So uh, she doesn't know that we're recording this right now, um, but I just let her know that. And then she got strangely quiet. I, I would have to say Cottonelle is probably my favorite. <laughs> Jason? Yeah, yeah. I, I, I mean, either that or the Costco stuff. Those are my two go-to. I guess I also like the Charmin with grab em pockets. You remember that? <laughs> No, I'm my not joking. At one point, they had my a, imagination, man. They, oh my gosh! At, at one point, they literally had a commercial with like a, a, a chunky cartoon, you know, cloud Michelin man looking character talking about how soft mm -hmm. and how effective the grab em pockets were. And I was just like, man, that is not good marketing. That is not good marketing. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> one of the one of the funniest things I've seen on Facebook lately is uh, this picture of a planet, and it said um, there's something leaking from Uranus, <laughs> and and I it just I <laughs> I can't help I'm only 14 in my head, so I just can't help but laugh it. at that stuff. Oh boy, I, I, yeah. Um, can we do uh, Chuck Norris jokes? Oh man, in my high school, I went to an all boys, really preppy coat and tie kind of place. In our in our physics class, when it was like planetary science test, we we had this teacher, Mr. Morse, wonderful teacher. He was this short, like really eccentric, bright, inspiring teacher, and he was one of those teachers that if you made something like the joke that CJ just made, Uranus, he would take it at face value. Students would really take advantage of this. We had one brilliant kid called Chris Krausfetzer, and he raised his hands at one point, and he said, Mr. Morse, the planet that I am by far the most interested in is Uranus. <laughs> <laughs> and 
you haven't shown us on this chart like when is going to be the ideal time to catch Uranus. <laughs> and this teacher just he's he's created an alternate reality where what what is happening is not happening and he just answers the question and then and then the the climax of these questions towards the end of the two weeks we learned about the planets uh someone asked him he said i've heard a rumor that there is enormous there is an enormous gas cloud around uranus <laughs> <laughs> and I want to know I want to know if that's true or not. You're getting gold for the podcast here, Philip. I'm honest. I'm I'm having a great time, so so thank you guys for that. But CJ, <laughs> you're 14 years old in your head and so am I. That was the point. Yep. Um Chuck Norris jokes. I heard Chuck Norris got the coronavirus and the coronavirus is in quarantine for 14 days now. <laughs> <laughs> if there were one thing you came out of this lockdown having personally accomplished, what would it be? CJ? Uh, as I alluded to before, it would be less gear. Um, and whether whether that's giving gear away, I've done that before, or selling gear. And it's it's somewhat selfish because I really need to figure out how to start creating again myself. You know, when you have 27 keyboards, it's hard to get your head wrapped around. And I don't have 27 keyboards anymore because I have been selling and giving them wow, away. Wow, that's incredible. That's incredible, CJ. I have a room that will fit 27 keyboards. Do you have a picture of that? Uh, I, I don't. Do you have a picture of it at its full glory? I, I don't. Actually, they were they were mostly in, in the flight cases in the garage on the shelves. Um because, you know, I travel around the Western United States to music stores all the time and I find these great deals and I'm like, wow, that's pretty cool. And I remember that from my senior year of high school. So I would buy it. But um, I just actually sold uh, a Yamaha Montage 8 to a bass player, really good friend of mine, because it was just, it was just too much for my, and it's crazy. I'm a pro keyboard player, right? This, I should be able to to just figure this stuff out. If you could keep only three, what would they be? Oh, well, see, I have three right now that I really, really like. So number one. Okay, so what are those? I'm a, uh, I'm a Kurzweil guy. Uh, so Kurzweil Forte 7 is my main gigging board. And, Amazing. And it fires uh, four or five zones to my eight-year-old MacBook Pro running my DAW, Studio One, and Omnisphere, and True Pianos, and all that geeky stuff. And then it's got four zones locally. And then I have a, a Kronos 61, which has truthfully been with a friend of mine for the last 18 months, and she's been using it. And then I just bought, I sold that Montage 8 and bought a Yamaha CP88 for the studio. And I still have six or seven in the garage. But those, those are my three right now. What, what about you, Philip? I was curious as to your answer to that question, your own question. So the question would be, uh, what one thing would I want to have accomplished during this lockdown. A deeper connections with family and friends. Learning more about their stories so that I can give more value and that I can be more, more true to them and uh, personally and professionally. That's nice. That's good. I did a FaceTime family chat the other night and, you know, we've got five kids. My sister's got six. My brother's just got one. And then there's my parents who are still amazed that they can talk to nice. their phone and see us at the same time. But yeah, anyway, we did a FaceTime with my siblings and my, my parents and our oldest daughter and her husband who were married. And it was really, it was awesome. We're going to start doing a weekly sibling and parents call. 
and five other kids. So her house is always pretty busy. I would agree, Philip, about that because being in the house all the time sucks. I hate it. <laughs> and I'm trying to FaceTime people. I'm like, I'm like, I'm not, I don't even know if you FaceTime, but we're going to try it. It's amazing the people that do than the people that don't. I would have sometimes expected the, the opposite. <laughs> Question of the day for Jason. If there was one thing you came out of this lockdown having personally accomplished, what would it be? Disconnecting from all the technology long enough to be more present in everything around me. There you have it. That's good. I I remember the first time I met you, we sat in your studio for like two hours. And I think both of us probably got one call that we ignored. (laughs) Um but we actually just sat and talked for two hours and it didn't have anything to do with work. Yeah. It was, it was a lot of fun. You caught me in the right headspace. Otherwise I would have been like frantically trying to like spin all the plates. That was a nice talk. And so we became friends and now look at us, we're all here talking and how's Bobby going over at the rattle when's last one, someone talked to him before this outbreak, right? Me and Roma went to visit the Rattle. We did a couple episodes. Nice. We talked, we got some great conversations with uh, Helen, one of the directors there, and Bobby. Went really well. Then we got hit, you know, with the COVID. And so we've got some unlisted videos on YouTube that I'm still waiting for approval on, which would be a really great story, like a before after thing. Right. Yeah. I can't wait to see it. My heart goes out to him because he's all about the community. You know, he has a little tribe there. Yeah. It's so cool. It's brilliant. He does memberships. I got to get him on the podcast. Yeah. Yeah. You've been there too, right? I have. I have probably before you did though. So it was even raw, but we got some equipment in there at the last minute with, for them and acoustic treatment. And we were glad to be able to help them because what they're doing is so interesting. I can't, I can't wait to hear and see the content that you do with them, Philip. And the cool gear, thanks to um, CJ. Man, that place was, was decked out with a lot of gear. Hi, this is Philip, and I just wanted to thank you for listening today. If you've got this far, if you're enjoying our show, please support our podcast. Visit anchor.fm slash visionquestsound. Any amount that's in your heart will help sustain future episodes. I'm Philip from Vision Quest Sound, signing off.